Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We are in Acts chapter 10, and if if you remember, Peter is on a missionary journey, and he's headed west from Jerusalem, and he's out towards the coast, and he's staying with a man named Simon the Tanner. And while he's staying there, he uh, it's noontime, and he goes up to the roof to pray. And he's having this beautiful prayer moment on the roof, but he's really hungry, and and he has this amazing vision where a sheet is let down from heaven, and it's full of animals. Many of the animals he's not allowed to eat because of Jewish customs, and yet a voice from heaven says, "Kill and eat." To which he replies three times, "No, I can't." And this you know this repeats three times, and each time he says, "No, I can't." And at the same time, there is a man who's nearby, who's a Roman officer named Cornelius, and he has a vision that God says, go get Peter and bring him back because you need to hear from Peter. And so Cornelius doesn't know Peter. Peter doesn't know Cornelius. They don't know each other. This vision, uh, God orchestrates this through this vision, and Cornelius sends three guys down to uh, Joppa to get uh, Peter. And so as Peter's up on this roof and he's having this vision, and he's got to be thinking, Man, am I, uh, am I just really hungry and that's why I'm dreaming about food? Uh, is it indigestion? Uh, did I eat something wrong for breakfast? Is it just really hot out here and I'm having some sunstroke? Or did God really give me this vision and what does it mean? We pick up the story there, verse 19. Meanwhile, as Peter was puzzling over the vision, the Holy Spirit said to him, Three men have come looking for you. Get up, go downstairs, and go with them without hesitation. Don't worry, for I have sent them. And I love the orchestration of timing because it says that the three men got to the door and asked for Peter. So obviously they got there and asked, but at the same exact time, the spirit actually told Peter, get up and go downstairs. So I picture them like meeting at the front door, right? They're they're both on this journey. They don't really know why. They don't know what's happening. They don't know how it's going to turn out, but they meet at the front door of Simon the Tanner's house. Verse 21. So Peter went down and said, I'm the man you're looking for. Why have you come? Verse 22, they say, We were sent by Cornelius, a Roman officer. He's a devout and God-fearing man, well-respected by all the Jews. A holy angel instructed him to summon you to his house so that he can hear your message. So Peter invited the men to stay for the night, and the next day he went with them, accompanied by some of the brothers from Joppa. So how cool is it that that the... Uh, these guys have now expressed the intention to Peter, hey, let's hear the message. And Peter says, let's go, right? He gets his buddies, he gets all the brothers, and he says, man, let's go. These guys want to hear the message of Jesus. Let's go tell them. Verse 24, they arrived in Caesarea the following day. Cornelius was waiting for them and then called together all of his relatives and close friends. I I want to pause because I, I have to believe that there's people listening that I'm that I know that aren't Peter, that they're not feeling qualified enough to go share the gospel, that they're not, uh, they're not feeling like, man, I could go to another town and I could go to someone's house and I could preach the gospel with power. Now, I believe every one of us could. Every one of us is a, um, is a follower of Jesus. If you're a follower of Jesus, then you have the Holy Spirit, which can speak through you. And that's what qualifies Peter to do this. But I got to believe that a lot of us don't really have that notion and don't have that courage at the moment. Well, you could have the courage of Cornelius, because how did Cornelius share the gospel? Well, he gathered all of his friends 
and all of his relatives, and he packed out this house. I mean, just I just picture, I've been to third world countries, and I just picture this house, uh, you know, 50 people in a house where we would expect three to live. And they're just packed in there, and he invites Peter to share the gospel. And so maybe today you could be challenged to be Cornelius. You could be challenged to be the person who, maybe you're not sharing the gospel, but you're inviting people into the community where you are, where they can be. At my church, we have a saying called, be a bringer. And maybe you could be a bringer. You just bring somebody to the community that you're already a part of. Bring them, if you're a student, bring them to your youth ministry. If you're a small group, in a small group and you're an adult, bring them to your small group. If you know that they would benefit from your church, bring them to your church. Because if that community is changing your life, it's going to change their life too. And look at how many people came. All these friends and close relatives. So don't be afraid to ask somebody to come into your community and don't be afraid to share the gospel. We're going to pick up in verse 25 tomorrow and find out exactly what happens, but I want to pray for us today. God, you know all things. You are in all things, and you control all things. And God, I pray that you would go before us and that you would prepare the hearts of people for us to either invite them into our community or to share the gospel with them directly. I pray boldly for the friends and family who are closest to us, who are in our Jerusalem, if you will. Uh, I pray that you would use us in a mighty way to reach them as we go and look in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. God, we love you, and we pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.